Hello, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. This of the new movie, Enola Holmes. I had no idea that they had written basically a young adult novel series that would be akin to something like Nancy Drew. Nancy Springer has this book series called the Enola Holmes Mystery. And I guess Millie Bobby Brown read it with her sister when she was younger. Too young to play the role, but always wanted to do this as a movie. And of course, she won. Uh, she's the youngest actress ever to win an Emmy for her work on Stranger Things. And she made her film debut in 2019 in the last Godzilla movie, King of Monsters. Which I thought she was pretty good, you know, and she's starting to grow up. So... Put this movie on, didn't really have, you know, the reviews have been pretty good for the most part, but quickly realized that I'm probably not the target audience for this movie. It is a young adult mysteries type movie, but adults can watch it and not feel it's dumbed down in any way. I don't, I don't want to, you know, it just spends a long time on her romance with a young man and things like that, that you wouldn't find as much in a Sherlock Holmes story. Matter of fact, a side note, that's, that's a funny, um, the Conan Doyle estate sued the makers of the movie and Netflix, I guess Warner Brothers too. This was originally going to be a theatrical release from Warner Brothers, but Netflix bought the rights and and released it on Netflix. Um, They sued them saying that the part of Sherlock Holmes they write about in these novels, they also sued Nancy, the woman who wrote the novels, um, shows Sherlock Holmes' feelings. And those were really only talked about in the years post what's considered um, public domain. Most of Sherlock Holmes' writings up until 1923 or something like that um, is considered public domain and nobody really has the rights to it. So their assertion is that because he was basically a cold character and not fully fleshed out character in those earlier writings, that the writings where they talked about him having feelings were all after 1923 up to 1927. And I think that's kind of funny. What We just assume he didn't have feelings before that? I don't know. I did Google and try to find uh, how this worked out. They sued him back in May so that the movie wouldn't get released. They weren't happy with it or whatever. Um, and I could find nothing. Everybody reported that this happened, but I don't think it's been settled yet. But it must have been settled somehow because this debuted on Netflix recently. So getting back to the movie, sorry for that side note, but if anybody finds the link of where this this they figured out or settled out of court or whatever, it'd be interesting. So the movie was uh, set for a theatrical release. A guy by the name of Harry Bradbeer directed it. I had to look him up. He's a mostly TV director. He's directed episodes of, of Fleabag and Killing Eve. Both gets great reviews. And the movie is really well done. It's obviously a theatrical release. It's a fairly big budget, although I couldn't find any budgetary. They haven't released that information yet. Um, since it's not doing the traditional box office thing, I, I, it'll be a while before, I guess, Wikipedia gets that information. But, you know, you have Henry Cavill in it and Helena Bonham Carter and Sam Claflin, and you've got some decent actors in it. Um Burn Gorman, who I've always liked from Torchwood and the Pacific Rim movies. Um, so you've got a decent cast. It's filmed on location in England. Uh, it's great sets, great costumes, a lot of great detail. Um, 
all of that's really well done. It's well acted. It's well performed. The action scenes, what there are, are good. There's there's some incredible stuff on a train and, and things like that. Um, but overall, the movie is just a hair a little bit long and just ended up being okay. To put my finger on it, they spend a little too much time on things that I would... Con- why I called it a young adult movie in the beginning. They spend a little bit too much time on things that I would consider to be more of interest to a younger audience and less on the mystery and solving the case kind of thing that I think would appeal to the older audience. But again, I said at the beginning, this movie probably wasn't made for me. Um, it was probably made for younger people. Um but that being said, there's a lot of entertainment to be had. I absolutely love Henry Cavill and just about everything he's ever done. Um, Fiona Shaw is also in the movie. It's a really good cast, and everybody does a great job. I think everybody was cast well. One of the biggest problems, I, I, I don't mind the narration. I think you almost have to have that when you're adapting a book that has this much. Well, any Sherlock Holmes story has a lot of going on in his head, and if you're not let in on that, you kind of miss out on part of what makes those books great. So hearing what goes on in her head is fine, but it turns out it was her idea to actually break the fourth wall. Yes, yeah, she turns to the camera and says things, much like Deadpool does. And I don't have a problem when it's done well um, and done sporadically. Um, Uh, I think Deadpool does it very well, but that's also part of his character. Never read the books. Don't know if this is part of the character, but I did read that this was um, Millie Bobby Brown's idea, that she talked to the producers and everybody, and she wanted to break the fourth wall. So uh, that takes me out of it, depending on... This movie wasn't flamboyant enough. It wasn't uh, as over the top as like the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies, which more play like fantasy movies. This was a little bit more grounded, a little bit more realistic. I mean, yes, they probably shouldn't have been jumping off trains at their age. But other than that, um, you know, it, 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 it's a little more grounded film. And then to have her break the fourth wall takes me out of that grounding, groundment, however you would call that. Um it's cute, and most of the time it worked really well within the story. I thought it was funny, or it, it, it added to something. But other times it was, she just did it. And, okay, I, I that's a stylistic choice that probably wouldn't have been my first choice. And one of the reasons why I just like, okay, I, there were several times it happened, and I just like, that just really wasn't necessary. She didn't have to explain. There were some things that needed to be explained, and, and that was one way to do it, and I was fine with those, but there were others. So that was one of the things that watching it, after a while, it just got, why does she keep breaking the fourth wall? But like I said, I did some research, and it turns out um, she discussed with the writer how she wanted to do that. Other than that, it, it, it's just a little, a little trimming. I, I've said this in previous podcasts. I think some of these streaming movies are not as edited as harshly <laughs> as, as something that's going to be released in the box office. And I don't know why. Um, I noticed the reviews for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes were like over 90%. I think when we stream things, we lower our expectations a little bit. I, I know I do. Uh, a streaming movie I don't expect to be as jaw-droppingly amazing as something that was produced for 10 times the budget and for cinemas. Um, that being said, there's been some really great straight-to-streaming movies and, and some big releases that have had to stream because of our current situation that were fine as home video releases. And this is fine as a home... Matter of fact, I don't know how well this would have done in theaters because, again, we expect a little bit more when we go to the theater to see something. And I think a lot of... I think young, especially female audience, 
it's empowering. It's a great character. She does things on her own. She doesn't have to have men fix things for her. I mean, it's it's it definitely a great movie for what they're trying to achieve here. But you know, I wanted a little more Sherlock Holmes and a little less sixteen-year-old uh, girl finding her way in the world. But that's the story and and. Just, again, I'm not the target audience for it. But it is very well done. It is very entertaining. And I was glad I watched it. If it was ever put out on Blu-ray, I don't need to own it. But I would like to watch the second one because this is also um, an introduction. It's, It's telling. We don't see her begin her trainings and things like that, but they do flash back to them as we meet certain characters. So this is still very much establishing the character, the pilot episode, if you will, of a franchise that they announced this month they would like to make a sequel. Um, And I would like to see a sequel. I think we've established enough about the character and the mythology and the universe that they inhabit that they could have a lot of fun with a sequel. And there is a lot of fun to be had in this first movie. I don't want you to take this as a negative review, but with the cast involved and and the fact that it was a Warner Brothers movie that was going to be released in theaters, it's just a little bit below what I would expect for that. But it was still entertaining. Um, my roommate and I, we gave it a, a like a three out of five. We didn't hate it. Uh, it was entertaining. Don't know that I need to watch it again, but I I really liked everybody in it. I think Millie Bobby Brown, at 16 years of age, is becoming a really great actress. Um, I guess she was right for the role. Like I said, I haven't read the book, but I did enjoy her in the role, and um, no complaints there. And that she, the movie hangs on her shoulders, absolutely. So if you're paying that monthly Netflix fee, you might as well watch some new movies. This is one to actually put on and watch. It's worthy. Uh, There's a couple bathroom moments, a couple let's go make some popcorn moments. But other than that, the two hours, a little hair over two hours, I think, flies by pretty quickly and is quite entertaining and fun. So check it out. Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, and a whole bunch of other stars in the new Enola Holmes streaming right now on Netflix. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. You can check out links below. Uh, for all the other projects I have going. You can subscribe to these podcasts. You don't have to listen to them right where you're listening to them now. You should check out some of the other options. If you have Alexa or Google Assistant, I'm on Apple Podcast. I'm on Amazon Podcast. I'm on Google Podcast. I'm on pretty much any podcast service you can get me on. And maybe, you know, if you have an iPhone, we have a it has a built-in podcast app. You could try that as well. Just look for Rockfile. Uh, Google my hashtag and, and a lot of Rockfile stuff comes up. Wow. Uh, Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to these reviews. I hope you're enjoying them, and I'll see you on the next one.